Welcome to episode 55 of Paranormal Dads. I'm your co-host, Andy. I'm Pat. And I'm Eddie. Join us as we go in search of the world's monsters, myths, and mysteries right here on another episode of Paranormal Dads. Alright everybody, thanks for joining us for another episode. We have some real good content uh, for you, and this might be a record. We have a recent sighting that might be the most recent event we've ever brought to the table. It's hot and fresh. We've had some that were, were close, but this is like, this happened last night, literally. So in in our in my own backyard, literally. Ooh, this is a recent <laughs> legit sighting that, yeah. that Andy used with his own eyes. So, so, but we're also excited because today is the first time in over a year the three of us have recorded together in the same room. Yes, I mean we hung out socially. What was it two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. And that was a fun play date. We just like, <laughs> I mean, it would be it was such a funny thing because people are like paranormal dads. You guys like do Ouija boards and summon demons and fight goblins. Yes, all the time. And we were playing some video games, too. And eating pizza and we, wings. And, and playing Frisbee. <laughs> and yeah. It's it's funny how how quickly you can revert back to your 16-year-old self when right. you're with, you know, two of your best friends. And uh, But, no, we were having so much fun, we didn't even podcast. We didn't, no. we didn't uh, record an episode that time. So this is... This is first uh, since COVID's hit, and it's it's nice, man. I can almost smell your breath from over there. Yeah. Like we are so close. <laughs> this is great. Well, and this is the thing too. And thank you, everybody. Thank you all. Thank you, and you, and you. Not you. Nah, I'm kidding. Thank you too. You're okay. Thank you for putting up with this because I know that recording our episodes over um, Zoom was kind of challenging for us. The timing, those weird pauses, all those things. You know, so thank you everybody for kind of you know putting up with that a little bit different. Yeah, I think the whole world's gotten used to that with uh, the lag and the you know the Zoom yeah. and Teams meetings and all that stuff. You got the awkward pauses, people trying to talk at the same time, and now, ah, yeah. it just you know it it just feels I don't know it just feels like how it should be again. Yeah, it's it's starting to feel a little bit more back to normal. Yesterday at work, they literally sent an, out an email that said. Effective immediately, no more masks in the office are required, so you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Unless and, they want to. And it, it was almost like people just pulled the masks off their face and threw them <laughs> up in the Yay! air. <laughs> they just threw them off like bras at Woodstock. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, you know. You know, picture a graduation ceremony and everyone throwing their hats up. That's kind of what it, was, it's, it felt like, even though there's only like six of us still in the office. Yeah. You know. It's so funny. It, 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 it is weird, though. You know, still walking into a store, the first thing I reach for in my car is my mask when I go yeah. to go in. Yeah, I still do. I mean, I've gotten used to it now, but it's so funny. You got used to not seeing people's faces. Yeah. And then seeing faces, bottom halves of people's faces again, was a little bit like off-putting, not off-putting, but like shocking. Like, oh, you look like, naked. Hey, teeth, lips, <laughs> mouth. What is this you weird know? creature? And uh, yeah, I'm with you. It just feels good. And I was wondering almost when those lags would permeate our actual speech. Like we're so used to Zooming that when we talk in person, we're like waiting for the lag. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to glitch out on me right now? <laughs> so it feels much better to look at you guys and breathe the same air. Um, and all that stuff. So super excited. Well, hey, we're going to get into recent sightings here, and this is kind of a joint recent sighting because uh, 
this this took place right or right over our uh, home city of Omaha last night. So here we go. Here we go. So last night was Friday night. My wife and I went out and we did some shopping. She was just kind of she works from home yeah. full time now. So she, we did some shopping. She just wanted to get out of the house. Hit the town. Went to uh, went out to eat. Um, went to the hardware store, and I'm, we're walking around the hardware store. My daughter texts me, and she says, "Dad, do we have any binoculars?" And I'm like, "Yeah, they're uh, downstairs in the closet, top shelf." Okay, because we're watching a UFO, and I'm like, "Okay." You guys have fun. You, I, this is the first don't, I'm hearing of this, Pat. Yeah, and and I'm like, okay, you guys have fun. Don't don't stay out too late, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> yeah. you know, just roll away. That's <laughs> the, paranormal dad. That's this. That's the life of a paranormal dad. That's right? the you dad know, it's, and it's, paranormal it's, dad. Okay, yeah. just be <laughs> home on time. <laughs> don't if get you, abducted. Yeah, if you get abducted, make sure they bring you back on time. That's right. You know, check check your watch before you leave, so you know how much time loss you experience. <laughs> so. Uh, so, yeah, so she said, and she kind of followed the text up, and she says, yeah, there's this ball up in the sky, and it's moving around, and it's it's white. It's it's really weird. And I didn't think too much more of it, actually. I, I did. As we walk out of the hardware store, I'm looking out. She said it was out to the north, so I look out north, and I'm not seeing anything. I didn't see it. So my daughter was up early this morning and had to go to work, and so I still didn't hear the whole story but my wife is going through facebook and she finds all these posts about a ufo in omaha how last am i night. missing okay and one of those posts was from andy oh mm-hmm. so you yeah. want to pick it up there well i you know i had a event last night on on zoom i was i was given a presentation on zoom and that, that wrapped up about eight thirty or eight forty five. Uh, at 9.04, I get a text from Kenzie. That's my ex-wife, my daughter's mom. And she, she texts me a video, and I could tell it's something in the sky, and, and she just kind of nonchalantly writes, oh, I'm watching a UFO from my backyard, no big deal. And so I, I was like, oh, ha-ha. I click on the video, and sure enough, man, it's like this bright, glowing white. It looks like a donut. It, it's glimmering, shimmering. It's turbo bright. And you can't really tell how big it is, but there you could, there's clearly a hole in the middle, and it's just stationary. It's not moving, and it yeah. actually her camera work is pretty good too because the camera wasn't shaky at all. So you yeah. could you could tell this camera the the object was completely stationary. And uh, she lives in a part of Omaha called Millard. If you're not familiar with the city, which is Millard, kind of, if you're Millard, Millard, if you're fancy, if you want to be fancy. But it's kind of on the southern part of the of the city, and I and I'm on the far north side of the city. I said, "All right, cool. Where what what part of the sky is it in? I'm gonna go outside and see if I can see it." And she said, "North." So I go out onto my back patio and look north, and sure enough, I can see it too. Oh man! It's it's but from my perspective, it looked a little bit different. It was definitely bright, brighter than a star, brighter than a star, brighter than a, a plane approaching from a distance or anything like that. Um, Man, you guys should have called me. No blinking lights, uh, no changing lights. The 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 angle that I saw it from was a orangish pink color, and it didn't move. There was no sound. Um, best I could describe it is if if you have ever seen, um, you know, like a bright, like the brightest star in the night sky. If you almost double that, that's about how bright this thing was. And there was no other stars out because it wasn't quite dark yet. Again, it was 9.04. It was just on the verge of getting dark. 
So I start taking video of it too. And, um, you know, at first I thought it was moving and, and the more, you know, I collected my thoughts, it wasn't, it was clearly stationary. And, you know, so this went on for five or 10 minutes and it slowly starts to get darker. And, you know, so if this thing's a star, my logic tells me if it's a star, the darker the sky gets, the brighter this thing should be appearing, right? Right. Because when stars first come out, they're very faint, and as the night sky gets darker, they get brighter. But as as darkness fell, this thing actually got dimmer, and it never moved. It just got dimmer to the point where it just it it just faded out until you couldn't see it anymore. And so tonight, I mean, just to rule out, you know, if it was a star anomaly, I'm going to look at that exact same part of the sky right. at exactly 904. Because if it was a star, it should be in the same part of the sky at the same time. Um, and so, yeah, Kenzie posted it to Facebook. I made a comment on on that and included a picture of the object that I had taken from my house. And just a slew of comments come come pouring in on, on people's theories and opinions on, on Kenzie's Facebook post there. And some people said that there was a weather balloon. Uh, that that the, actually one of the local news channels said that they were getting flooded with reports of a strange object in the sky, right. but they said it was a weather balloon being tested. Okay. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, no, because weather balloons don't have a hole in the middle of them. Yeah. If you if you look at Twitter, uh, Matt Surrey, excuse me, Matt Surrey, one of the uh, local meteorologists here on KETV in Omaha, uh, he says I'm getting a few questions on this. Not the right time to be a weather balloon, but that does look like a parachute. And he's he's just looking at a still picture of it, but. Um, the thing about that being a parachute, that thing hung there for a long time, and, say, and that's not... there there was no change in its uh, its altitude. It no. appeared parachutes drop pretty quick. Yeah. Parachutes drop. Weather balloons go up. Last yeah, they I move. checked, well, um, and they but pop, uh, too. They 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 once they hit a certain altitude, they don't stay up there forever. Matt, Matt Surrey continued. He said, uh, "It's a hot day with good visibility. I'd imagine it's a good day to jump out of a perfectly good plane." But beyond that, I got nothing. So you know, even you know, okay. kind of stump, stump the, the meteorologist. Phone, I do have the video. We should uh, we should include it in uh, in the show notes actually. And um, I was a little disappointed with my camera work. I I you know you can see it clearly. I took like five minutes of, of video of this, but the the thing was while I was taking video, I wasn't watching the object on my phone screen. I was watching the object with with my own eyes, if you that makes sense. So sometimes it. a camera w- wasn't on it the correct way. But Kenzie's f- footage w- showed the the donut shape of it, and uh, yeah. So we'll we'll include that in the show notes. And there there was another thread, uh, you know, included with the Matt Surrey tweet that uh, there was some kind of a balloon project or something else going on that. People were claiming this could have been part of that. Uh, I haven't really looked into the the actual project. What somebody had a name for it, but uh, yeah, there there was some kind of a a scientific hmm. project going on involving you, balloons. So, you know, but balloons move, right? It, balloons, balloons move up. They but can yeah, move around by the wind, they don't hold it, still. Yeah, if for you hours. look, if you look at a balloon and it goes up, it moves. Yeah. If you look at like any of those like those Chinese lanterns where on the Fourth of July mm-hmm. you light them up, those things get up in the air and the, once the wind catches them, they take off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this thing was just hanging there. You know, hot air balloons. Weird. I mean, you, if you ever have seen those in the sky and tried to follow one in your car, they're moving constantly. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they they don't sit around. 
and you know they might reflect a little light from the sun, but th- this thing was glowing as as if from inside. And and I want to be really clear, it didn't twinkle because if if it had twinkled, I would say that's a star. I've seen stars that look weird, you know, just depending on the atmosphere and the distance and the time of year and all that. If it twinkles, it's usually a star. If it blinks, it is guaranteed to be an airplane or a helicopter, typically, because those crafts are required by law to have blinking lights, Mm -hmm. usually red, yellow, or green. Um, And none of that. This didn't flicker. The color never varied. Um, Well, it it eventually dimmed out, but there was no no twinkle or flicker, and I'm, I'm just baffled. You know, and the other thing that I'll say, which is hard to explain this in any tangible way, but... Looking at this thing, the emotional response that I had, like it almost, it's, it's almost making me tear up because I'm thinking in the moment, like I am looking at something that's looking back at me, you know. And and call me crazy, but I had, I'd literally just like ten minutes earlier, I had wrapped up my psychic uh, presentation on Zoom, and so I'm like, I'm gonna try to communicate with this thing with my mind. There you go. Because if they're as, as advanced as you know as people think ETs are. Maybe maybe there's some sort of telepathy communication, and so I'm talking to him and asking it to come closer. And but yeah, I, I, it was just a, an emotional feeling of you know looking at something that you know is potentially under intelligent control. And you know I'll be I, I will you know I'll backpedal with with um, if someone can find and prove a logical explanation as to what this could have been. But until that. I'm okay saying, you know, it was, I mean, it is, it's a, it's a UFO because it was an unidentified flying object. Right. Yep. So. Man, so. I'm jealous. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm just sitting at my table eating dinner last night. Around that time, I, we ate kind of late last night and uh, no clue. Yeah, Blissfully Well, you know, I, I didn't see it either, but, yeah. you know, it was just kind of funny, my response that, okay. So was it <laughs> for like an hour? <laughs> You're watching like a UFO? <laughs> Kenzie said she watched it for an hour. Wow. Um, I watched it for... I'd say 10 to 15 minutes. Um, and I watched it to the point where it just, like, it, it got so dim yeah. that I, I virtually couldn't see it anymore. And then I went inside because my neck was hurting from, <laughs> you yeah. Know. But, yeah, I watched it for 10 or 15. Kenzie said it was an hour. But it'd be interesting to see if other people around the city got it from different uh, different angles. Yeah. I was going to say, like, we should put a little shout-out to any local listeners you know, share any videos you have to our Facebook page or to our Instagram or Twitter and just let us see what you got. Absolutely. That's crazy. Yeah. Kind of once in a lifetime Man. kind of deal. Well, so I missed out on that one. We'll invite them back, you know, if they ever want to come back and show themselves. But just add this to the most recent slew of UFO sightings nationwide, right? It's gotten off the it, hook. It's been busy. It's Which, been busy. Yeah. Which stay tuned for that one. Uh-huh. We got a <laughs> you know why the because the pandemic's getting more under control, and so like okay, these people are slightly less disgusting. Let's go down there and see what's going on. Finally. Maybe <laughs> you know, gosh, you know. Yeah. Oh, all right, so Eddie, you're up next with pop. Oh my gosh, here we go with the pop culture and the paranormal. It's time for pop culture and the paranormal. This segment on pop culture and the paranormal. I'm gonna do a little prod, uh, product placement plug. A little triple P there. <laughs> there is a brand of um, self care products that has kind of catered towards like the dudes, but it's also the they're, they're like no, like women can use these too. It's just like some of the original smells, the scents they go for are kind of like a typical quote masculine sense. 
which is kind of funny because like uh, uh, my my girlfriend had pointed out like scents weren't made boy girl they weren't like a thing until like the 50s or something like that like that was like a big marketing thing like this is a man's smell this is a lady's smell and that was a whole thing but the idea is that these are natural soaps and conditioners and you know body care products by the good people at dr squatch and it's really fun stuff first of all kind of pat pointed out the marketing is hilarious Oh, it's awesome. And that's what just sucked me kind of in. They don't take themselves too seriously? Not no. at all. No. Not at all. Uh, the products are kind of fun. That's the one thing. And, like, the the uh, the uh, they're, they're kind of, like, mascot is a Sasquatch, but he has, like, a smoking jacket and a pipe on, and there's bubbles coming out of the pipe. It's like a bubble pipe. And uh, the soaps is what initially kind of wrote me in because there's all these, like, fun-smelling soaps like bay rum and pine tar and... And they have like oats and stuff in them, like as like an exfoliant. Have you used one of these before, Pat? I, I I haven't tried it yet, but just by watching the commercials, it made me want to go out and buy it. Get some yeah. soap. Yeah, I, I think is it online only? It's online only. Okay, for so now. that's probably why I haven't haven't jumped on it yet. But yeah, I usually don't buy my soap online. But yeah, well, it's uh, fun. I'm, I'm tempted. Don't don't do. Yeah, I'm going to give you guys a couple of bars because I bought. They had this like space themed one that came out. So. Uh, the, their classic ones, they have kind of like their normal run of soaps, and they decided to do kind of a space-themed one. And I almost wonder if they didn't time this with some of the alien uh, stuff that's been happening. But when I saw that marketed, I was like, I got to try these. It's just too much fun not to. And so I did, and I will read off the names of them to you. One is – the names are, are clever too. And they modified each one a little bit, their logo – to match the one, so like like I said, it's a it's a it's a Sasquatch in a smoking jacket with, with a bubble pipe, but they have one called the Mars Bar, that has like uh, volcanic ash and pumice worked into the soap. So when you wash with it, it's kind of an exfoliant. Uh-huh. Like you can feel it. You can feel it working. Smell like a volcano. Well, and it well and you you don't, but it has a very like it's hard to describe this one. It's a very like light, but it's also like a super like a. It has a masculine smell, whatever you want to call that. Um, but the the logo, uh, the Sasquatch is wearing like this little like retro like nineteen fifties looking space helmet and on and on while he's smoking. <laughs> kind of the Buck Rogers thing. Exactly, he has like a Buck <laughs> Rogers helmet on, and the soap itself kind of looks like the planet Mars. It has a, like like a little swirly, little uh, like look like a Mars look to the soap right. itself. Um, the next one is called Area Fifty One Brick. <laughs> nice. And it has like a like a trucker hat on that says "I want to believe." <laughs> um, and uh, the the art is amazing. It has like a UFO abducting a, abducting a cow. Yeah. And it's like in the you know you know Southwest American the desert. desert. And the soap itself uh, has Nevada sand. It has sand in oh. the soap once again as an exfoliant. Right. And then it has um, um, another smell to itself. And the last one is uh, called Moon Rock, and it has uh, like the 1960s, like Buzz Aldrin looking space helmet. Does it have real moon dust infused <laughs> it, in it? It has moonflower <laughs> oil and pumice. Nice. So, and it has a, it's a heavy grit soap. So apparently that's more like your lava, like you know, right. using yeah. the yeah. bottoms like of your feet. If and you're stuff. working out there working on the Chevy, you know, yeah, you exactly. Get your hands all greasy. Yeah. Um, and you know, like it, it is all natural stuff. Uh, so there's soaps here. I'll hand those to you. you can look at this it, it has to be all natural anymore. People won't buy it, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so that, that's their big thing. Is like a lot of the soaps and stuff that you buy from just on, on the shelf have 
pretty harsh chemicals and stuff like that in them that just kind of wreak havoc on your skin and your hair. And, and I know me, and this is just, hey, a little, a little paranormal dad's personal touch. Brought to you by Eddie Fossler. Um, my armpits are sensitive. You do have some sensitive pits. I got sensitive pits. You always have. He's just so sensitive. He's sensitive. And uh, like lately, especially like normal deodorants, I don't use antiperspirant because that stuff will clog your pores and you know just do all sorts of bad stuff to you. And I just use deodorant. But even now, just a milder deodorant, like the Old Spice or whatever, cooks my pits, fries them like it's a chicken leg. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, it hurts. It sizzles. And so I can't use them. And so there's other, there's like deodorants that are all natural called like Lumi and stuff like that. And, you know, they have a very like, this like a coconut smell. And this is where I know like nice. smells aren't necessarily, but you have smells you like and smells maybe you don't. And I'm not a huge fan of my armpit smelling like coconuts. And so, <laughs> and so um, these kind of like more like there's one Birchwood Breeze is one of their like uh, deodorant smells. But the idea is that their deodorants, their toothpaste, their shampoos and conditioners, and their soaps are all natural. There's nothing in there that is a harsh chemical that's going to cook your hair or maybe hurt your skin. Your your more sensitive parts. Well, one thing we can do through the the magic of technology is we'll just drop in part of one of these commercials because these commercials that's one of the best thing about this company yeah is are their commercials and they've got a whole bunch of them on youtube so, yes so let's listen into a piece of one of their commercials uh you'll enjoy this take a listen <laughs> your soap is Ugh. and your body wash is a synthetic detergent but you're not a dish you're a man switch to dr squatch natural soap for men for men who build things Open pickle jars on the first try. Slay dragons and let their daughters braid their hair. Men who like to feel good and smell titillating. Dr. Squatch takes you places you never thought you'd go. Naked. One thing that every everybody should know about Eddie, he's a he's a hugger. He's a hugger and in the summer he wears tank tops, so it'll be kind of a fun experiment to see which products of this Eddie's using and then each time we hug him we can get a whiff of of his latest uh, sample. <laughs> yeah, know? give me the feedback, the review. Like, oh, I can still, you know, you're still, you're still ripe. So help me God though if your armpits smell like coconuts, you know. I know, right? Just stay away <laughs> from the skunk ape man. Yeah, exactly. All oh, the skunk <laughs> the skunk ape smells. I, I don't want the lizard lizard man smell. I want the Wolfman smell. Can I have that one, please? I'd like crispy Yeti Ooh, for my <laughs> scent. Crispy you, Yeti. You know what's funny though? Uh, was it? I think Old Spice actually kind of got on this bandwagon a little bit because some of their scents they have like Dragon something. Uh, there was a, uh, I think there was a Yeti. There was like yeah, a was it Yeti they something. They did. They had like a. They got kind of. They got the Kraken. The they Kraken. Had one. Yeah. yeah. They had like the Bear something glove, and it was like a weird like like a like a. Um, What's that word uh, from Alice in Wonderland? Beware the oh the, um, the Jabberwock. Thank the you, Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like the Jabberwocky looking thing on the cover of their deodorant or whatever. So they did kind of embrace these wacky smells. But they smell great. Yeah. But this there is a there's some chemicals in there that you know I can almost hear the sizzle like an egg on the hot summer pavement just sweat <laughs> on my pits. I'm like, Ow! Ouch! It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> maybe it's a, maybe it's our age, dude. It's I, gotta be. Last last summer, the same thing, man. I was using like full throttle, you know, just like basically tar, you know, yeah, with yeah. The, the stick of deodorant. But yeah, it started to get 
painful, so yeah. I had to switch to like a more delicate spray. It was yeah. more like a, <laughs> I know, just spritz. a spritz. A yep. spritz. Uh, but yeah, it's a great company. I've used their soaps before, and I'm to the point now where I ordered their deodorant too. So nice. I'm gonna hook Andy and Pat up with the choice of whatever soap they want from the from the outer space collection. Well, I'm all, almost out of body wash. I gotta. I'll, I'm gonna go out there tonight and order some. It's good. Yeah. It's good. And it's so natural. I use it on my face, too, because it's like some soap you can't use on your face. I'm like, well, this is all natural ingredients. I'm going to wash my face with it. All natural. Yeah. Got to keep that beard nice and tidy, Eddie. Listen, this face doesn't just come together on its own. I got to work hard (laughs) to make myself this pretty. I'm not that pretty. Uh, (laughs) Pat's doing something right because he looks like he's... What am I trying to say? He looks ten years younger than Pat he actually hasn't is. Aged. He yeah. hasn't at this all. This pandemic has aged you and me, Andy. I, I, I think it has. I look sixty. You look <laughs> like you're maybe thirty-one, and Pat looks like he's eighteen years old. Yeah, with with the knees of like a, a ninety-year-old, uh, of I a thousand-year-old mummy. <laughs> thousand-year-old mummy. It's like when I start considering buying a cane. It's yeah. like, oh, oh this are those is, fireworks no, this going off? No, that's Pat's knees. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> But yeah, no, I was going to say, Pat doesn't age. I think I've known you now for what, 17 years? Uh, yeah. The kids were in second grade. Yeah, yeah. So let's do the math on that one. But you stopped aging at like 38. (laughs) Let's find, let's get a photo album of Pat when he's eight years old. I bet it, I bet it's this face right here, yeah, probably with the same eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> I, I peaked early with my eyebrows. <laughs> but no, I agree. Pat's an immortal. Um, but uh, yeah, check out Doctor Squatch. Uh, we'll put some links in there, and it's a fun it's a fun company for sure. I really and they smell good. That's the other side of it too. It just smells fun. I haven't smelled stuff like that before. So nice. Smell your own pits. With Dr. Squatch. And now it's time for the main mystery. <laughs> All right, guys. Main mystery. I have a lesser known phenomena, and I'm not sure if many of our listeners have heard of it. I myself hadn't heard of it until uh, just a year or two ago. Have you ever heard of a phenomena called mirrored men? No. I have. Mirrored have you? men. Oh, of course, Pat has. No, I've not heard of this. It's when I first heard, and I'm going to give a shout out to one of my favorite podcasts called Monsters Among Us. Mm-hmm. It's a call-in show where callers who have had paranormal happenings they call and share their stories. And this mirrored man phenomena has been sprinkled throughout episodes uh, over the last few years. When I first heard it, I thought, you know, what is it? What is a mirrored man? Is that like a man who looks like a mirror and he's all shimmery and shiny like the UFO we saw last night? Right. But apparently, what it is is people who see it's usually two or three men together usually they're dressed in similar clothes usually black and they call them mirrored men because their movements mirror one another almost like synchronized swimmers okay and i know this doesn't sound scary it is positively terrifying it stuff. is it is yes now does this seem like it's like a men in black type thing or what's the difference between this and men in black uh a couple key elements. Um, not all of the mirrored men reports are uh, are occurring after a UFO sighting, so okay. they're just they just they just occur. Um, secondly, there's a, a component of missing time. So usually, when people see mirrored men, there's they experience quite a bit of missing time. In right. fact, more right. so than some of the well-known UFO uh, encounters that that we've yeah, covered. Usually, a number of hours. Several hours. Yeah. Um, so I started listening to these and 
I mean, it's been documented several times on Monsters Among Us, and and it takes a lot to scare me because I usually drift off to sleep listening to stuff like this. But there was one episode that scared me to my very core. I actually had to shut the podcast off and watch watch some like cat videos on, <laughs> nice. on YouTube to to relax because nice. it, it scared me to my core. I love that mental picture of you watching something terrifying and then two seconds later, <laughs> probably completely threw off my algorithms. That Google like who is this guy? What? He's a psychopath. He's curled up. In- Curled up in the bed with the, in the fetal position, singing "Soft Kitty, Warm <laughs> exactly. Kitty." Exactly, and the Google AI is just like, "What? <laughs> I got nothing." <laughs> this guy, he's up, he's down, he's left, he's right. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you a couple of mirrored men accounts that I've stumbled across. Uh, one has to do. Uh, it actually takes place in Florida, Eddie, back uh, back in your old neck of the woods. Nice. And it wasn't very specific, but this lady said it took place in rural uh, Florida, 2014 in the fall. And uh, it was a lady who uh, went with a friend of hers, and they were known to kind of go out and hike and camp in rural areas. So they got there. She said around 1 o'clock in the afternoon. They quickly set up their camp and their tent so they didn't have to bother with that later. They went for a hike, and she said they had been walking for an hour or so, and there was a, a... a tree line in front of them, uh, maybe a hundred yards or so. And uh, she said they, they caught, uh, just almost out of the corner of their eye, they caught some sort of glowing orb or something come out of the sky and go down behind the tree line. They weren't really sure if it was a, you know, if it was a UFO, if it was a meteor, if it was, you know, uh, something explainable. But they they thought it was weird. And, and a few minutes later, they just keep going because they want to go explore and investigate to see if whatever this thing was crashed. Well, a few minutes later, they they caught um, a, a glimpse of what looked like three uh, people or, or the, the shadow of three gentlemen that were walking just on the other side of the tree line. So as these ladies get closer to the wood line, they see the, the, the three figures, the three men walking, and she had, a, she had a hard time describing what their attire was like because she said they were dressed in black, but it was it was a outfit that she had never seen before. She said it was kind of like a jumpsuit, but kind of like a robe. And she said their movements, the way that they walked, was completely in sync uh, to the point where it creeped them out. And now, keep in mind, this is a rural area. There's... There should be no other people out there, let alone doing something so odd. Um, and the scariest thing, they're, they're moving across their line of vision. The three gentlemen are moving across their line of vision from left to right. And when they get directly in front of these two ladies, the, the three gentlemen freeze and they turn their head to look at the ladies at the same exact moment. And she said at that moment she felt the sense of dread or terror and a split second later, they wake up or come to, and it's nighttime. And when this occurred, it was 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So, you know, you're thinking fall, it's it's getting dark, you know, maybe around 6 o'clock-ish, depending on what part of the fall it was. Um, so we're, we're missing five hours there. And she, she says she has no idea what happened, but something about the effect that these that the stare from these mirrored men had on them. And when they woke up and it was dark, all they had was a flashlight, so they had to navigate their way back to their campsite, which took a lot longer than expected. And uh, despite, you know, despite all their uh, efforts, they, they never did recall what exactly happened during that missing time. What? That's just creepy, yeah. There, there, there was another good uh, 
good story I heard about mirrored men, and I believe it was from uh, Monsters Among Us. Uh, so, uh, guy was uh, he was actually um, when he was a boy, he was up in his bedroom one snowy evening in uh, I think it was somewhere in Ohio, and he looked out onto the snow-covered street. You know, it's it's just when the snow has just been kind of getting going, maybe a half inch on the ground, everything's covered in white. And he looks out and he sees these three men walking in front of the house, kind of like in trench coats, uh, is the way he described it, almost like 50s era clothing. And just like Andy says, just walking completely in sync. And then they, they turned and looked at him. And he said the next thing he knew, he woke up and it was, uh, it was morning. What? Yeah. So, but I've I've heard of stories, you know, people spotting them out in the woods. I heard a story about a deer hunter once that that witnessed some mirrored men, and and he lost some time. It's just a really creepy uh, legend or story that that I've heard about. And, and uh, of all the all the legends out there, this this is one of the ones that creeps me out the most. Mirrored men. Is it always three? Sometimes it's usually three, but sometimes it's two. And uh, they're usually reported to be wearing black. Uh, oftentimes it is more old-fashioned, like 1950s suit and tie, you know, black tie, sunglasses. Um, yeah, and just just looking at them. which And that's the thing, is when they look at you, it's always in unison, almost, almost like that quick head jerk, and then they make eye contact, and then you don't know what happens, and you wake up several hours later. Uh, interestingly enough, most of the reports are in the Midwest. Yeah, um, yeah. So... There was another one that took place on a, a highway in South Dakota. The the other one I'm actually going to talk about took place a little far, a little further off the beaten path, which was in rural Australia. We have a, a, a regular listener in Australia, right? Mr. Yeah, David. Dave, David in Australia. David. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, I know that's a huge country, and uh, I don't know what what area this took place in. Just rural Australia that narrows it down. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> the outback somewhere. Um, and this one's this one's next level creepy. So, there was a, a police officer who retired in the early two thousands, and when he was finally retired, he thought it would finally be the time to share an account that happened to him several decades earlier. He he was uh, driving in the outback. It was really dusty. It was really hot. He pulled off on a side road to clear off his visor and take a sip of water. Um, he went down the road and he heard. Uh, you know, some some commotion, which was basically up and over the top of a hill. It was too steep for his motorcycle to get up, so he parked his motorcycle and basically walked or crawled on his hands and feet to get to the top of this steep hill. Over top of the hill was a flat plateau, and when he made his way up to the plateau, he saw, uh, an, uh, I think he said it was a 1950s, um, I can't remember what kind of car it was, but it was a 1950s car, just doing uh what do you call them donuts or cookies just right. spinning circles just and the closer he got he could see inside which it, it's strange enough but he said it looked like two giant women cuz he said the the he could see two people in the front of the car and they both had really long hair but they were like freakishly tall like 7 feet hmm. you know head up to the top of the roof of the car so they're doing circles and he keeps getting closer and closer, and he keeps shouting at them to stop, and they wouldn't. And so this goes on for a few minutes. He finally gets them to stop. He shouts at them to get out of the vehicle, and again, they ignore him. That goes on for several minutes. 
they finally step out of the vehicle and he realizes they're not women they're they're both men with really long hair mm. and he said they're both standing at about seven feet tall he said they were dressed um the officer reported they were both dressed exactly alike and they looked exactly alike their their faces were emotionless and expressionless, but but they almost looked like they could be twins. They were all disheveled. Their 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 shirts were partly tucked in, partly not. Their clothes had holes and were just kind of falling apart all over the place. And he's he's really creeped out. Um, and at the same exact moment, as if they, it was planned and synchronized, each one of these men takes one giant step away from the vehicle at the same time and so now they're standing there with their arms at their side just staring at the officer and they begin walking towards him in unison in kind of a threatening manner but slowly and so he he gets ready to draw his gun because he doesn't know what their intentions are and they basically circle around him almost like in a predatory type way but they don't harm him they go past him and they they essentially keep walking past him um oh and another another aspect he said they both had sunglasses they were both wearing sunglasses that he had never seen before they were uh, almost rainbow he said they would shift in color from blue to red and and yellows almost like different spectrums of the rainbow and when the the color of their glasses changed he had this intense ringing in his ears that he he said it almost came from within him but it had to do with the reflection of their glasses. Now, uh, you know, keep in mind this was, you know, you know, you you might be able to find something like this nowadays on Amazon, but back then, I don't know what kind of glasses could do anything like that. Yeah, only Elton John wore those kinds of glasses. <laughs> back then. That's a good point. Yeah, some crocodile rock going on. Australian here. Elton John fans there. <laughs> so they they walk past him, never, uh, you know, all continuing to mirror each other. Exactly, stride for stride, movement for movement. They they get they walk almost up towards the top of the hill where the officer had initially crawled over onto the plateau, and with their backs still facing him, he said their heads turned around, <laughs> and he wondered when they were going to stop. And they their heads turned 180 degrees all the way around, and they kept going. And then their their heads spin 360 degrees around until they were facing forward again. And they walked in unison up and over the hill and out of sight. And in this moment, he almost forgot about the the vehicle that they had abandoned. So he turns around, and the car is gone. Oh. Yep. The car has vanished. It's nowhere to be found. And there it is. <laughs> so he feels sick. The officer feels like he's going to throw up. He He feels dizzy. He feels nauseous. He does not believe what his eyes just showed him. So he drops to his knees, and that's when he, he blacks out. Next to, and he comes to several hours later, has no idea what happened to him in the meantime, and uh, it's starting to get dark. And, and so, you know, again, what do you, what do, you do with the rest of your life after you, yeah. <laughs> after you see something you like that, guys? Something like that. You question everything at that point. I mean, that's <laughs> insane. You know, book a therapy session would be step one. Their heads turned around 360 yeah. degrees. Can you imagine sitting out on your front porch at night, you know, and and all of a sudden three guys come walking up the street in perfect sync. It's almost like watching the four tops walk up the yeah, street. exactly. And they look at you, and then the next thing you know, you it's, wake it's, up in the front it's, lawn. it's the next morning on the front lawn. And it's oh, It's like you've been gosh. on a bender or something. That's the most crazy <laughs> thing. 
I've never heard of this. Mirror well, men. Yeah. Mirrored men. It's, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a cool, I mean, there's a lot of cool stories out there about it and it's creepy. It's, it's, it's definitely creepy. Yeah. If, um, you know, you might c- certainly, uh, give monsters among us a listen because it's done. Um, uh, it's a very well done podcast. Uh, who's the host of that? Uh, one? Derek Hayes. Derek Hayes is the host. And you'll see Derek Hayes on a lot of the, uh, paranormal caught on camera type shows um um, but he he does a just a great production job of his show his podcast and uh he does he does bring that topic up fairly regularly and uh, every time it creeps me out it's it's became like a sub like a almost like a subculture on his show you know it's like that's it's the show has brought that phenomena to the forefront. So they have t-shirts. You can order mirrored men, coffee mugs and, you know, but yeah, right in the Midwest is where most of these uh, mirrored men experiences are happening. There's been reportings, I believe in, you know, Nebraska, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri. There's been a few in Indiana and Illinois. Indiana and Ohio. I know we're hot spots for the mirrored men. Man. So mirrored man, long story short, if you see two or three gentlemen, uh, walking in sync. Dude, close your eyes. Look close away. your eyes and go the other way. Because if you look at them, you're going to lose five hours of your life. That's right. I'm thinking of the I Can't Dance music video by, by, by Genesis. <laughs> exactly, exactly right? how they walk. They walk exactly. like that yeah, in unison that's... in black suits. Yeah. And like, these guys, they did the Mirrored Men. I yeah. can't watch that movie ever again. Absolutely. That music video. Yeah. That's how we <laughs> should enter into our, our live show. The next live show we do, we should come in. As mirrored men. Yeah. We should choreograph it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Yeah. Sweet dreams. Oh, Sweet man. Dreams that thanks, one. Andy. That was, that was awesome. Oh, my gosh. Well, hey, I mean, thanks for joining us on this one. This is our first, like Andy said in the beginning, our first time together recording, and it feels good. Feels so right. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to have the band back together. Um, and uh, super big thank you out to uh, freesounds.org for all the sound effects that you heard. And uh, also big thanks to the creative artist over at premiumbeat.com for our intro music. And uh, well, am I forgetting something, Pat? Uh, we got our social sites on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Check us out on pod, uh, www.paranormaldads.com. Uh, we're also out on Podbean. You can see us there. Uh, we're on Spotify, all those nifty, cool, trendy podcast uh, aggregates, uh, whatever your podcast platform of personal preference may be. <laughs> I almost had it. Um, then uh, you can uh, download us and find us that way. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See you, guys. I think paranormal gift giving is your love language. I love it. <laughs> you know, whether it's a ghost patch or a Bigfoot trinket. I was going to say you got a nice farmer's tan going on. Look at With this. your tank. You rocking that tank top, dude. You like that? It's a Florida boy over here. Well, I'm just like, why not? You like pinky Tuscadero there. I know. The wicked hat. There's a wicked hat outside. <laughs> freaking melting over here. You have to. Make love to the microphone. Make love, not your door. Welcome to Paranormal Dad. We'll show you that love. Spinning hot hits. Bigfoot kisses and Sasquatch dreams. <laughs> this segment of Paranormal Dads is brought to you by Rotary Phones. <laughs> brought to you by Macmillan Rotary Phones. Rotary weighs 40 pounds and knocks out a alligator.